programming control. As a small beast grow, so we grow. Using procurement, programming control. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, if you're just joining or you've never joined us before, this is going to be an amazing show. Crystal and I, we're going to make, make you guys smile today. <laughs> yes, it's our holiday. It's going to be our last show before the holiday. And we just want to wish everybody a happy, merry Christmas and a new year. And I don't know about you guys, but I am super excited about getting through this year and getting into the 2021 20, year. I don't know about you. I, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 2021, baby. 2021. <laughs> COVID be gone. <laughs> Well, I wish it would be gone, but but I am so excited about it, and and I am um, so you know we have to do what well, we have to do because we we got something big happening in January, big big big. What's big? <laughs> we have the inauguration. It is thirty two days, seventeen hours, and. 58 minutes and six seconds away. So we are all excited because, oh my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> the countdown has begun. <laughs> the countdown has begun. <laughs> make sure you're ready to see what's going on. You know, maybe, maybe we may have to get security to throw out somebody out of the watch. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be an easy uh, transition. He's not going to leave on his own. He's going to be like the reluctant boyfriend where you're going to have to take him and drag him and call your cousins to get him out. <laughs> he, he's not going to go away peacefully. <laughs> he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> and did you, uh, Gilbert, did you hear? That um, he can't, he can't. Well, there. I don't know if they're gonna, if they're gonna reinforce it because you, 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 nothing gets reinforced with him. But yeah. technically, he cannot live at Mar Mar Lago. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you see that? I saw that. <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> All of the residents are up in arms. They're going, oh, he can't live here because it was designed as a resort. So. They will have events there, you know, not for living, but for events. <laughs> right, exactly. So we shall see if they're going to enforce it. I hear uh, Palm Beach doesn't want him there. And funny. so Palm Beach is, is the one that, that brought it to the surface, that they want him gone. Nah. And that he, 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 they just can't handle the pressure of him being there, living there 24-7. But I do hear that uh, someone told me yesterday that he does have a um mansion across the street right? yeah 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 he has, so, he has a property across the street he has a property across so, the street so. so they're saying if he can't stay at mar-a-lago he can definitely stay at his mansion across the street you know so that's crazy <laughs> 
Well, at this point, we don't care where he goes. <laughs> you, you, you can't stay here, but you, you, you have to go home. You can't stay here. Right? <laughs> we, we don't care where he going. That's not our problem. <laughs> but you know, you know what's amazing? So they had some kind of press conference yesterday in Russia, right? And one of the press, one of the press people as Putin, they said, so <laughs> if, 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 if Donald Trump decides to migrate to uh, Russia, will you guys embrace him? Will you take him here? Putin say, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, so he's not even welcome in <laughs> Russia. And that's his buddy. Putin say, I don't think so. There's no need to have Donald Trump here. <laughs> <laughs> because his job was to destroy the America. His job exactly. wasn't to come to, to Putin's world. That's his yeah. world. It had nothing to do with him. So... And you, know, you notice how convenient it is. As soon as it's time for him to go, all of a sudden, all these cyber attacks are happening because it, did, it didn't happen on his watch for the last four years. But now right. all of a sudden. So that's right. suspicious to me, man. That oh, so extremely suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> because they, they upset that that the dude has um didn't do he was he was supposed to win the election so that they could could finish destroying this country. Now, mm -hmm. granted, it's gonna take a whole lot because you did you see yesterday? Remember, I was telling you that you know, whenever a, a disgruntled employee gets fired from a job, then they go yeah. into the drawer and do his yeah. desk drawer. Yeah. And all kinds of, so so this week they found all of the secrets in the emails on the fact that he was gonna let um he wanted the herd immunity to take place. And so that's why he never did anything. Oh my lord, these people it, are that that's more than treason, man. That is more than treason. Well, it, if we were living in a third world country, they would already a storm the castle. They would have, they would have strung him up already. <laughs> but, but for sometimes all of those rules and regulations and constitutions work. Yeah. They they work to your disadvantage as well as to your advantage. <laughs> so that so. that that's gonna be interesting, man. I can't wait to see what what comes of this. You know. I know. So how was your week? Oh man, it was crazy busy. I had all kinds of proposals to do. Um, I had one for the LA Latino Chamber that I had to submit. And then uh, there's another one for Chase Bank, JP Morgan Chase that I had to submit also. So um, I'm just, you know, now waiting to get response and see what happens, you know? Yeah, this is my proposal week. I had to do Edison. Um, I did one for the County of Los Angeles, which we were, we were awarded yesterday oh, and, I, and I'm going to share that with you guys. Oh, so, right. um, uh, that one is for us to, um, and I'll share it over with you. Congratulations, co-host. Thank you. So we are supporting um, slow to spread during the holiday season of COVID, making sure that we stay at home and, and we follow the basics of washing our hands and wearing our mask and avoiding our crowds. So for the next uh, 10, 15 days, Recycling Black Dollars, they, they provided us with a social media outreach kit and we will be um, posting um, on our social media.
media platforms and sharing with everyone we know to to be safe this holiday season. Uh, one of the things that we do know is that during the Thanksgiving season, uh, that um, during Thanksgiving, unfortunately, about 56 million people traveled. Oh and and we're living that right now. Um, oh the people that came back and, and been infected. And, and so we just want to make sure everyone is safe. And yeah. we want also to know that if you've been exposed and even though you're not um, showing any symptoms, you still are a carrier. You still yeah. are a spreader. Right. And uh, you just made your immune system may be strong enough to fight it, but you come in contact with your elderly grandmother or, or your your uh, you know your friends that are have a compr compromised immune systems, and yeah. you could actually be the one that could be the carrier and the spreader uh, that could really end their lives. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I think people need to be more responsible. <laughs> um, and so um, I, I just want us to be safe and I want us to get into 2021. Cause I know that it's the, it, it, it we still in it, but I, I just have high hopes for 2021 of at least being rid of the man in the white house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, if nothing else, you want to live in 2020 so you can so you can oh, you can reap the benefits of not having that man in the White House. So and, and maybe that's your motivator. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but keep your buddy in the house. <laughs> well, well, we know it's going to be the, the the operation is the administration is going to be a lot more organized because they've just brought some some adults to the table. So those adults are going to run things and guide things along, and we're not going to have that chaotic, flailing, you know, indiscipline. Um, actors, bad actors at the table anymore. So that's a good thing. I, I just will be pleased with the fact that <laughs> we don't have 24 hour news feeds yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. with the bad actor. That's yeah. what I want. I yeah. want the 24 hour news feed yeah. to be something else. So, yeah. so that would be fantastic. But that was one of the things I did. I had to write the uh, proposal. And so we were awarded it. I like those kind of proposals that when they award you in two days. Right. That, that's a good feeling, man. And so, <laughs> so we did that. And then um, I'm going to be speak. Um, I'm going to be one of the presenters or um, doing work webinars for uh, Vermont Slauson. Oh, great. Starting um, with January or February? Starting January. I think it's January 5th, actually. I'm going to do my cash flow. Um, I like uh, that. Uh, a presentation that I do, and and then I'm going to eventually be doing, hey, for Alfred, and then I'm going to be eventually doing um, uh, QuickBooks and WAVE training and also understanding bookkeeping for the small business that owner. That is beautiful. Make sure you record it because... We need to have that posted on your website so folks can go there and learn and go through the seminars themselves at their own pace. So, yeah, I think that's well needed. Yeah, so excited about that. And then I'm also um, been recontracted to continue doing. Um, in fact, I've been added to the team for the new Women's uh, Business Center. Oh, um, great. 
Oh, because uh, I've been doing a series of workshop, uh, workshops on starting your business oh, and the excellent. processes of your business. So excellent. I was uh, told this week by, by Ruth uh, Garcia that uh, they've included me in the team and All they're right. changing over some things. So that's exciting. So that Congratulations, starts. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. I'm getting like you, Cole. <laughs> I like I'm that. diversifying. That's right. <laughs> Several income streams. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> right. So, so I guess I proved my wealth, my worth, and, yes. and everyone loves me. So yes, that's beautiful. So that's cool. So that I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a lot of good stuff happening. Oh, my right. plan. My plan is during the holiday season. I'm I'm down. I'm shut down as of uh, Christmas Eve, and my plan is to get my online course up and ready for launching in the first month of January, that's the, or at least in February. That's the plan. So Beautiful. hopefully I will be, my brain will be clear and mm -hmm. I can do that. <laughs> I like so what's, that. What's your plans for 2021? Well, I'm going to start doing a lot of virtual seminars uh, online and I want to help businesses to build their back office so they understand what they need to do in order to be a competent business. Because Many lenders, many contract providers see small businesses as fledgling. They don't see them as, as respectable, as knowing what they're doing. So um, this is a good thing. This is good. So I want to put that out there and show small businesses how to set up their back office so they can come across as being competent and that they know what they're doing and have all their compliance information in one place so they can access it. So so that's one of my my big things that I'm doing, and of course, you know, with Small Biz Pro, we're gonna we're gonna be uh, targeting some some larger corporations so we can um, try to obtain some licenses, try to find a licensing deal with with one of them. Okay. And oh yeah, so we want to take it international, man. So. Awesome. I'm excited yeah. for you. So yeah. we see all this good stuff is gonna happen oh, in, yeah. in 2021. Really, really excited. COVID forced us, we, we have to do something because COVID cornered us in a corner and you know what happened. You know, yeah, with, we with, 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 with a sharp with a sharp entrepreneur, when you're cornered in a corner, you find a way to get out you of there. You find a way go. to get out. You find a you find a little <laughs> tiny hole and you keep nibbling at it and then you just bust yep. through. That's what that's, you're supposed to do as a, as, a, as an entrepreneur. Well, yeah, that's, that's and you're also working on an, an app for recycling black dollars, right? I am. So you do you want to see it? Yeah. We have, we yeah. have the live prototype up. We're going to start. Uh, well, the sales is already going on, yeah. but I just want everybody to know we want all uh, uh, black businesses to be listed in that's in the Southern California, greater Los Angeles area listed yeah. in it. We are really, really excited. Uh, Armand has Armand Santos, my you know my social media, my so my my digital partner. Yeah. He is super excited about it, and Good. so this is going to be what it's going to look like. All right. And so this up here will be our our logo. It's um this is a going to be a co branded <laughs> product with uh, Recycle Black Dollars in the Los Angeles Urban League, yeah. and uh, um. It's going to operate not just an app. It's going to operate as a environment, a digital 
um, platform environment that not only will list the businesses and activities, but also making sure you know what's going on in the community and highlighting and 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 and, and supporting our businesses in the community. So this big piece in the middle that's celebrating the 100 years of the Urban League, right. every this will change with every promotional uh projects that that is going on so uh in in black in february will be black history month um in uh march it'll be women's business month in april will be black business month so every month we'll have so it's going to be created like a um a uh a, a mall and yeah. then we're going to have the deals and the dining and the I entertainment like that. is that not nice i like and, that and then it's going to have other promotional stuff that will be put uh, will be placed in that placard, and then the services is going to do business spotlight. Hello, neighbor, what's going on in the community? That's a blog link, and right. then community resources and where you can go to get assistance, and then discovering the best community has to offer. So these will be businesses and members of RBD. And like then that, that will be our feed. Is that not beautiful? I like that. And and you're going to be featuring businesses, right, from time to time? Yep, businesses and individuals like yourself and yeah. anyone that's doing some major things uh, that we just want to. Um, uh, yes, Marta's there. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. She's in the green room. Oh, okay. um, so, so we're just really excited. And this is, you know, this is something that RBD has been working toward for a while. Uh, good afternoon, Gregory. Good afternoon, Alfred. Glad to have you. So um, so we're excited about this, that. So we want to make great. sure every business is listed well, so you we know can what I, support them. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to team up with Recycling Black Dollars. So... Uh, with Small Biz Pro, so when your members subscribe to Small Biz Pro, you guys get a percentage of it. I'd like to do okay. that for you. So that oh, will help. That, that will help to take you on a wider level. You see what I mean? Okay. Beautiful. And then we are also um, we're looking for people to help us sell ads and outreach. So for every ad that is sold, uh, yeah. we have a package going on, two hundred dollar package, which will get you a membership to RBD as well as a ad in the print guide and on uh, an uh, interactive ad on the digital app. And that interactive app will take you to your websites, to your social media. They will have links to you. <laughs> Then there will be upgrades if you want uh, push notifications and augmented reality and all the things, all the bells and whistles. So there's uh, there's up. So so you get twenty percent commission on everything yeah. that you sell. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, yeah, and we're looking at creating a whole community for the procurement supplier diversity com yeah. uh, uh, component. Going to be working with Karen Blackwell on some things to make that a, a very robust in environment. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, suppliers know where primes are and primes know where suppliers are and subs yeah. know where primes are. That's so amazing calls. I am so yeah. happy for you. So excited, excited. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> One thing I can say about COVID, even though it killed over 311,000 people, which is more than the city of Alhambra, the city of Inglewood, <laughs> and, and, and Covina put together, <laughs> you know, it, that is devastating. But at least COVID forced us to, 
to recreate, regenerate, and come up with new strategies. I, I don't just want to say pivot, but to really make us start examining ourselves, the market, and business a different kind of way, and our make our approaches different. So I like that. Yeah. So that yeah, that's the silver linings. That's the COVID silver linings that yeah. that has really pushed people uh, to do to be their best, to do their best, and to pivot and change, making sure that their business is going to be operating on a on a global, national and a global level. So that's that's yeah. perfect. So we're getting ready to bring in our guest. I'm excited to learn. I've read about her. Oh my gosh, she's so impressive. She and is so phenomenal. She is phenomenal. That's why I booked her. I'm saying I gotta have this lady on here. She is amazing. Los Angeles, see the city of Los Angeles know some about her, but the whole County of Los Angeles don't know about her yet. So hopefully after today, everybody will know about her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm excited to bring her on. But I want to let you know you referred someone to me and um she called me for something entirely different. I turned her on to the mini grant at Urban League. Oh. And she was awarded the mini grant. Oh, she is was so that? excited. So who Nalita. Nalisha oh, Price. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Nalisha, Nalisha Price. She's one of my clients. Oh man, she's a hard Nalisha worker. Nalisha Price. Yeah, she's a hard worker. She has a, a nail salon. Uh it's called um, Glow, yeah. Glow Within. Within, within Me Glow or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's within amazing. Within Me Glow. So within Me Glow, yes. She was warded. All right, all right. I'm so happy. She was I, awarded last night. I am so happy. See, that's what I like. I like it when small businesses <laughs> get our instructions and they they act on it, and 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 we see results. So that's great. Yeah, so I'm sure she's gonna call you because she's oh, yeah. she's over the moon right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to our guest, uh, Miss Marta Segura. So you wanna um, do the honors, or you want me to do the honors? I, I think since you have her bio there, because I don't have it on my screen right now, I would love to do it because I just love this woman. But go ahead and do it for me. Martha, welcome oh, to the Business Zone. Thank you. Thank you, Gil. Uh, welcome, Martha. It's such a pleasure to meet you, and we're so happy to have you. And I am just so impressed by what I read about you. And everyone should know about you. Uh, Marta is a social impact strategist and a, a leadership coach. Uh, she has a, a um, I guess, a, um, a signature program, the Segura Strategies for Good. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. She helps. Uh, she has raised millions of dollars for nonprofits and fund giving millions to to great causes over the years. She will help take you to that next level and her and she likes working with women of color to help them overcome adversity and um and um and, and help them uh, become leaders in their businesses. So, we want to welcome welcome you and we are so excited to have you on our last show of the year. Wow. And, uh, and 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 hopefully to help people go into 2021 with all kinds of motivation. So welcome <laughs> to the business zone. <laughs> Thank you both, Crystal and Gil, for having me on your show. It's so oh, fun. Welcome. I was I was listening to everything with such interest. 
<laughs> I'm like, I want to be part of that conversation. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about in 2021 because Biden is not going to be quite the um, the news feed. <laughs> but well, 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 trust me, this dude is not going to go quietly. He's going to be in the background trolling everyone. So we'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, push for, right? Because yeah. The system is going to be what it was, yeah. and Biden himself is going to try to be an instrument of change. And yeah. then the community voices, yours yeah. especially, will yeah. have to help him push for that significant change because it's yeah, not going to be easy. Even if we win Georgia, even uh, if we win yeah. Georgia, yeah. it's right. still not going to be easy because we have the old system in place. Oh, what yeah. we want is the new system, right? It's, so. It's, it's, One it's way or like, the other, there's going to be a lot to change and a lot like, to talk about. It's like having four raggedy tires on your car and you replace <laughs> only two of them. That's the right. Other, the other two is going to mess it up anyway. You need everything. <laughs> and you need a huge tune-up and all of the other stuff, too. For sure. So, so Marta Segura, tell us who Marta Segura is. <laughs> well, I have had so many different um, evolutions, right? I started off um, in the corporate sector, but went to UCLA um, for, you know, more philanthropic work. And then I was picked up by the California Endowment. They offered me a position as a program officer. And that's when I started my philanthropic work and giving away money to nonprofit organizations. But my job as a as a program officer was to identify organizations a lot like you do in the small business community, yeah. identify the organizations that are represented by people of color yeah. and serve people of color yeah. and serve the most marginalized communities. And that's when I really began to understand, Hey, capacity building is needed in the nonprofit sector so that they can absorb mm -hmm. those dollars and grow. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I realized that our leaders were yeah burnt out, overwhelmed, exhausted, didn't have enough training, never had enough money. So mm -mm. what then I, I realized is that they need coaching, they need yeah. training, they need capacity building, they need our support. And it's never been truer than today. Wow. Um, Post-Trump, post-COVID, yeah. um, our nonprofit and business leaders are completely mm -hmm. exhausted and all of us are waiting for 2021 because we want, this, right. we want this exhaustion to end, but it's not going to end by itself. As both of you know, yeah. they need leaders like Crystal and Gil and, and myself yeah. Yeah. to be yeah. there for them, giving them some encouragement, wisdom. Um, and my style is look, all of us has have this, have this wisdom within. Yeah. Sometimes all people need to pull that wisdom out is a sounding board, somebody to empathetically listen to them and yeah. pull out very carefully the 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 ideas that will work to transform their leadership and to transform the leadership of the organization yeah. whether it's a, it's whether it's a business or a nonprofit because a nonprofit organization i guess most people don't really get this they are a business yeah the only real difference is that the bottom line profit margin goes back into the programs yeah. versus giving more and more raises all of the time. Although wow. some nonprofit leaders do get paid super well. They get yeah. paid what corporate executives get paid sometimes. Yeah. 
So it really just depends whether we're talking about a United Way or whether we're talking about a small nonprofit or a medium-sized nonprofit that's just getting started. And then there's this whole new area developing that I think will interest businesses yeah. And it's called the social enterprise, right? Mm, yeah, more yeah. and more um, people are choosing not to start a nonprofit, but to do a social enterprise yeah. because our world is changing. Oh, and yeah. We, we are all pivoting. Um, and this pod, podcasts are really the targeted way that we're going to be reaching out to, to other individuals who also wish to be part of the wave of the future. Right. You know, you know what's amazing, Marta? Mm -hmm. Crystal, Crystal and I have been social enterprising for the last 10, 15 years. And right. it's like, it's like, it's like we don't really call it that, but that's what it really is. Because it a, is. Lot, a, a lot of what we do is we're giving back to the community. We spend a lot of time with small businesses, giving yep. them free free coaching, free consulting, you know, our, our discount coaching and discount consulting. And yep. we don't really charge them our regular rate because we know a lot of them don't have money. A lot of them are struggling. So mm -hmm. we've been doing the social enterprise thing for so long. Yeah. Un unbelievable. And yeah. I actually have told, uh, you know, being, I'm um, Marta, in addition to being a, a talk show, uh, 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 the uh, host here, I have a, uh, a coaching practice, business coaching practice. But in oh. addition to that, I run a nonprofit. It's called yeah. uh, Recycling Black Dollars. Yeah. And, um, and I'm the co-director for that organization. Oh, congratulations. And That's awesome. Thank, thank yes. you. And so that, and I have that, like you, from the very beginning, from when I first started my own business, there's always mm. been that philanthropy side of me. And mm. so when that opportunity came up, it's like, yeah. And then it, and it kind of coincided with what I was doing for business owners. And now, you know, our members are small business owners. So it kind of works out that, but when people come to me for coaching and they're saying, I want to start a nonprofit. Well, you and I both know it's difficult to raise money for small nonprofits would mm -hmm. that have, you know, very altruistic purposes to be on right. the planet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. right. <laughs> corporations don't quite fit are not all that touchy feely with the altruistic feelings that you have wow. and so getting our organizations funded is difficult so i'm always encouraging people you need to have a for-profit arm you need to mm -hmm. be able to generate your own revenue yeah. so that you're not completely reliant on right. their revenue and then your programs come to a screeching halt or mm -hmm. you the organization comes to a screeching halt because you don't have the funds to go through that to right. go uh, to pay to carry out. So, how do you go about helping nonprofits um, bridge that gap? Right. Well, I mean, when I would advise, you know, somebody who wanted to start a nonprofit who hadn't actually started it yet, first I would ask them, like, what is it that you want to accomplish? And if what they wanted to accomplish was already the mission of several other nonprofit organizations then I'd say, have you done like the SWOT analysis, right? Yeah. The strengths and weaknesses assessment yeah. so that you could see whether you're duplicating something or you actually have an innovative idea right. that's different than what already exists. Right. So if there's already a nonprofit and let's say it's recycling for black dollars and somebody else has an idea very similar to that, I would encourage them to come and talk to you because yeah. why? If they have an innovative idea, but they want to start from scratch. Maybe it's a better idea to propose it as a program 
Yeah. For black dollars. Yeah. Kind of like a joint, you know, partnership, partnership where this is their idea. They're going to develop it. They're going to create it. You get to decide, right? Whether it's a good fit for recycling for black dollars, but they can propose it to you like their own proposal. And then then say, this is what I want to do. And this is how I want to pilot it. And I will be in charge. I will do the fundraising, but it will be in synchrony, in collaboration with Recycling for Black Dollars. So I have encouraged lots of people to go that route. The other Mm -hmm. route is um, there are like incubators, right? Like Mm -hmm. community partners, the Tides Foundation. So if you want to see whether your idea works, but you don't want to board, you don't want to incorporate, you don't want to spend a lot of money um, building that portion of it up, you just yeah. go to an incubator and propose it to them like I would to a nonprofit, right? You right. could incubate a nonprofit or you could incubate at an incubator. And oh. so community partners does that. You send them your proposal. Look, this is what I want to do. I want to recycle black dollars in Watts. Yeah. And um, I specifically want to cater to restaurants. And this is my strategy. And, and then coaches, somebody like yourself, Crystal or me or Gil would say, okay, well, have you thought about this? Let's, let's shape your program together so that when you present it to community partners or you, you present it to a nonprofit or tides, you know, I would help them identify those incubators, for example, and ideas who to submit that proposal to. And then, and then they can get going much sooner rather than later. And they can identify whether their idea is, is, is worth pursuing their own nonprofit for. Mm-hmm. If, it, you know, if it's successful for multiple years at community partners, for example, then they actually help them incorporate, they actually help them go to the next level so that form, they aren't um they aren't alone, right? To form their own entity, right? Yeah. Or you could do what Crystal does, you know, you could be you could have your side hustle. Yeah. Right? Or your main hustle, whatever and start a nonprofit and then and then this nonprofit actually uh, synchronizes with the kind of work that you do anyway right yeah. but yeah. then right. you have to be really careful to keep those separate yeah. expenses and separate books so you're going to need a really really good accountant and advisor to make sure yeah. that they um, overlap just the right way right that is, that right. is some exactly. great that, that is some great pointers there Martha i never mm-hmm. thought of thought of it that way you know, I've, I've thought about nonprofits and all of that before, but see, that's what your experience brings to the table. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> you've, been, you've been doing this for years and mm-hmm. it has worked. So I, I like that flavor. I like what you bring there. That's great. Thank you. The more I talk to you, the more I'm falling in love with you, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, and, it's so, and, you know, take it for example, for doing this COVID time, most of the monies that were were put out there on the street were not for nonprofits. They were yeah. for they were all for for-profit businesses. So yeah. a lot of the nonprofits are, are being forced to close their doors, but yeah. they do have strong programs. And, and I do the same thing, Marta. I tell um, in fact, I recently I, I helped uh, in, uh, was instrumental in helping bring a small nonprofit with a pro- with a program to the Los Angeles Urban League, and so now they are they're not having to 
you know, they can breathe easily because the program is growing at its at a natural speed as opposed right. to a panic speed because mm -hmm. you're trying to keep the doors open and now great things are taking place for them. And there definitely was a synergy for them and some history there. And so I think with I think with um, nonprofits, though, sometimes they the the directors, the founders, they have. Uh, it's like their baby, right? right. And, and I don't want to share my baby with anybody, mm -hmm. but it actually ends up hurting them in the long run. Right. It does. It does. Yeah, we call that the founder syndrome, right? Uh, uh, when, yeah. you want, when you think it's yours and your idea, and when I get that vibe from somebody, yeah. that they're not going to want to expand, that they're not going to want to build other leaders, that they're not going to want to eventually have it belong to the larger community. Yeah, and that's a signal that they may not be in the Maybe. right place. They, may, they, they, or they may need to be an entrepreneur instead yeah. of yeah. a nonprofit, right? Yeah. So it doesn't mean that idea can't work. Right. It just may not work as a nonprofit organization. Yeah. It might work much yeah. better as a social enterprise right. or as a business, right? right. right. But, but people have the misunderstanding that if they start a nonprofit, they're going to get all of these grants. And I think that's why a lot of the people who want to do good go or start with that idea. Yeah. But I think it's a misunderstanding. And, and I think the expertise that the three of us have can lead people down the right roadmap right, right. to make sure that they're successful and right. that, you know, and maybe they won't be successful in the first year, but they'll learn from their failures and keep moving forward and refine and define their model. Like, for example, mm -hmm. if they start off as a nonprofit at the Urban League, but then, you know, the relationships are good, it's going well, but everybody realizes you know what, this is such a great idea, but it's much better as a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you've incubated a business, which is just as great as incubating a nonprofit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, both could happen with, with the support of institutions like the Urban League. And that's why those are so critical in our community right. because no, they do no. provide that kind of support. Now, Martha, um, I know you've been working on a solar program. I really would love for you to share that information with our audience to let them know what is it you're doing and how it's helping minorities and Latinos to grow mm -hmm. and expand their business also with that concept. So, Well, I'm at the, I'm at the research phase of this, oh, of oh, this okay. program. So let me just be very clear. Oh, what, okay. what, what happened was... Um, I was doing research for my own solar panel installation because as you all know, utility rates are increasing yeah. um, mm -hmm. tremendously. The, the, before the pandemic hit, legislation was passed to increase our utility rates for various yeah. reasons. Yeah. Um, and then the pandemic hit and now people are getting bills for three, four, five, six months. Right. Wow. And, and they're getting bills of over a thousand in, in Compton. Oh, I know. This individual for three months, their water utility alone was nine hundred dollars. What? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. and it is. It is. And there was no education. There was no information diffused that hey, water rates are increasing while we have this program a moratorium so that people don't have to pay. Right. So when they're they're getting their bills and they're they're absolutely shocked at their bills. Wow. So what where I'm getting at with this Gil is that there is very little representation 
in the solar energy industry of yeah. Latinos and African Americans and other people of color. Yeah. They're not selling it. We're uh -huh. not selling it. Wow. Um, they're not the builders or the or the installers. Right. Mm -hmm. Um and we're not part of that economy. So I mm -hmm. think maybe this could be a huddle with 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 you um later on because if we want to recycle black yes. dollars for example, it would be so great when the new Green New Deal comes from the Biden administration or whatever he calls it, the yeah. climate deal. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be for renewable energy. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of money for the renewable energy industry. Yeah. So if we're not plugged into it as businesses, as salespeople, as experts in some way in the pipeline of getting solar or another renewable to our homes, to our communities, then we're both gonna miss out on the opportunity to get it installed and also um, have a business that responds to that. And that I love that idea. Yeah, we definitely can have that conversation because, you know, we know that there are going to be a number of individuals that are going to have to pivot their their old businesses are not going they're not they're not going to exist. So yeah. we have to start preparing our new our businesses for what the future is. And if right. we have an entry um, uh, to uh, the solar and I know the solar has kind of been like on the peripherals. I remember yeah. years ago. Uh, having a conversation with Edison, they're one of RBD's sponsors, and you know, about ten years ago, they were really struggling with that with that entry way of the solar, mm -hmm. and and I was just, you know, they were they were struggling because they felt that wait, we're now paying them, as mm -hmm. you know, we have to pay back, right? And right. and so I I could never understand why did you why weren't you guys the forerunners in this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, yeah. what, why didn't you jump in there? That way you wouldn't have to be paying anybody back. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. right. So I, mm -hmm. they told me it was not their business model. So, you know, mm -hmm. so, so there you have it. <laughs> right. So what I'm trying to do is figure out a way to talk about procurement to our municipalities, to our state government, to ensure that our contractors, our businesses, our roof installers, everybody who's a natural sort of fit for that mm -hmm. gets gets the information, gets retrained, gets their capacity built so that they can be ready for for that pivot. If they don't, for example, they don't have to stop being contractors and they don't even have to stop being roof installers. They can add this to their businesses, right? Yeah, and right. that's just one it right? right the right. other part is sales and the sales is phenomenal especially if you're selling to commercial developments if you're selling yeah. solar or other renewables to commercial developments people are making more money there than they are um selling mortgages right yeah. selling selling houses and refinancing it's a, yeah. it's actually more lucrative than 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 that so when i realized that there was this um lack of information flowing to our communities and everybody that I was talking to to get bids or contracts for solar panels was not from our community. Actually with mm. one exception and they're yeah. called, have their name, they're called Green Improvements. And every yeah. single person there, I'll have to share their information with you, is an African-American. Oh, and wow. their lead engineer um, uh, installed Arnold Schwarzenegger's house, I mean yeah. solar on his house when he was the governor. Oh, so this okay. guy knows 
what he's doing. And to be honest with you, out of all of the companies that I interviewed, they were the most capable, the most thorough, the most responsive. Um, they came out and inspected the house. The others don't inspect your house. They just want to sell you yeah, the loan, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the financing. And their model is the reverse. They, mm -hmm. they interview over the phone and then they come inspect your home with professionals though, with yeah. professionals. So yeah. I guess what I'm saying with that example is that it's not that we don't have the technical know-how and capacity because we do, yeah. right? We, we just need to make sure that information flows. So um, I wanted to, I'm, I'm glad that you asked me to speak about it, but what I'd like to do yeah. is uh, send you the information that I have on mm -hmm. where people can get their certification to yeah. to install solar, where people can get their certification to sell solar. But wow. more importantly, it's a policy move where chambers, right? Whether they're African-American chambers, Latino chambers, yeah. we all push for dollars to come to support us like we're doing for restaurants right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Engage people and encourage them to be ready for those dollars as they as they begin to get distributed. So we're still right. at the right time to be able to flow that information out so people can build their capacity. I, I think that's absolutely awesome because that's kind of what happened with the satellite satellite and cable TV, right? A cable, yeah. when when they came, when they emerged, they had to have a special a training program to train mm -hmm. all of the um, tech people and then mm -hmm. the customer service people. And then of course, then it became satellite and then it became fiber optics. And so that was a process that took, was, that took place over the last 20 years. So right. I solar it would be the same type of uh, structuring, yeah. right? Right. And it's just like anything else. You have to know how to navigate it. You have to know who the lobbyists are for it right now, what the major corporations are doing that's that's benefiting them. So it's basically just then diffusing that information, but also having special investments so people can pivot, right? Yeah. So so companies that exist right now can pivot and can do it. So that's what the commitment I want to make to you. No matter yeah. where, what I do or what I focus on, I want to make sure that this is an equitable distribution of resources that trickles in hard to black and brown communities so that, you know, because they want us to have solar rooftops, whether yeah. we're apartment buildings or whether we're homeowners. Right. So if we're going to be buying solar or installing solar, we also want to be part of the other equation which exactly. is people and scholars right yeah well yeah so, let's for sure sit down and talk about that because i think you're out we we got it right now that's one of the things COVID has taught us is that we have to be forward moving and we have to be on top of whatever that next trend in trend mm -hmm. is so that we can make sure our um that our people, black and brown people, are a part of this equation. And yeah. uh, all of this, what we're doing, the whole diversity, the inclusion, this is ultimately what we're talking about, not just in words, let's make it an actionable strategic uh, project that we're going to make some change. Because for both of our communities, for the black and brown community, if it's not economically led, we're going to mm -hmm. be exactly where we have been. Right, we, have, but we have to have money flowing. Yeah, and, and speaking of grants, you were talking about grants earlier. I know that like the utility companies like PG&E, Southern California Edison in particular, um, and others are providing uh, 
grants and contracts to nonprofit organizations like the Urban League to teach people of this time of use increase yeah. in our utility rates. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, but, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, but I, it's, but I know they do have some grants for those types of activities. And what's kind of weird about it is that basically they're telling us to tell our communities, guess what? Your utility rates are going to be increasing, you oh, know, God. and they're going to be increasing um, to such an extent, you know, that you will need solar panels in order to reduce your energy costs. Wow. Right? If you don't go solar, if you don't go renewable, or if you live in an apartment and your landlord doesn't go renewable, uh -huh. your utility rates will right. increase. So it's this whole ecosystem that we have to create. But the time of use grants basically are just letting people know, hey, your rates are going to increase, so do something about it. But they're not necessarily telling you what to do. Yeah. So that goes back to the policy that we thought we need. And I know Senator Kamala Harris mm -hmm. created a, uh, the Climate Equity Act last year with uh, uh, Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that now that she's VP, that because that was exactly what it was about, investment yeah. of those dollars into our, our communities, into the most vulnerable communities, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe this is out of context here, but it, to me, it connects with the pandemic and yeah. it connects to our health because right. our communities ha also have the most air pollution. And right. when you have the most air pollution, as you know, then you get asthma, uh, you know, COPD, yeah. your immune system is compromised and it makes us yeah. more vulnerable. So the less pollution we can have in our communities, the less vulnerable we are the next time whether it's the this virus or another virus, because our immune systems will be stronger. So it's yeah. all really a circle, right? Yeah. It's, it's an investment circle. It's pivoting into the future circle, but it's also connected to our health and our public health in our most marginalized communities across the nation, not just LA, but across the nation. That's right? a good point. That's a very good point. So I know you also have been involved in the chambers and trade associations. I know mm -hmm. you, the LA Latino Chamber, you've been a part mm -hmm. of that. And were you a part of NABO? NLBWA. NLBWA, yeah. yeah and, and I, I'm a member of NABO, but, but I haven't really been active in NABO. Right, right. right. Um, but the Latino Chamber has been great to me because they both hired me as a consultant. I did their strategic planning probably, you know, whatever, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, but I also just went through Gilbert's class, Gilbert, <laughs> Gilbert McCann's class. <laughs> and because I got all of my back office in order, I got one of those Lacey COVID grants. Right. So Gil was responsible for building my capacity, even though yeah. I'm a capacity builder. So it's you know, we yeah. all have to learn from each we other. We other, have to be right. constantly open to learning from others. If we're yeah. not, then you do lose those opportunities. And what was interesting to me about that grant is it was open to nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Now, that COVID grant considered nonprofits as businesses, right? Yeah. So because they really, truly are, they're they businesses. Really are. 
Yeah. yeah, they are because they just happen to to service people, and their focus is not on their profits; it's on how many the capacity of how many people that they can actually help wow. um, to make a change. Um, and and it's all based upon that, which is vitally important when we look at our world today. Without our nonprofits, you know, with the homeless situation we have in Los Angeles. Uh, with the um, you know the racial issues that we have in Los Angeles, you know our our nonprofits are working um, over triple and overtime right now, um, and and it's interesting because uh, even with as I was saying earlier about uh, L.A. County reaching out to the nonprofits, they reached out to a number of our CBO communities to help them get the word out yeah. to make sure stay safe over the, over the holiday and they offered yeah. a, a, a small grant for that but yeah. that's the way it really should be right i yeah. mean they should be reaching out to the non-profits supporting the non-profits because we're the ones that are boots on the ground we're yeah. the ones that are yeah. actually having the conversations mm-hmm. sit down we know all their problems we know how they think we yeah. know what their weak points are and what their strengths are. Yeah. No one else knows that but us right. that are in a nonprofit right. environment. Right. That's, that's right. What we're there for, right? <laughs> I, I, I hope that they keep doing that because I don't know if you recall this, but when they first gave out grants for communications, it was to these big PR firms. Yes, right? yes, and yes. I don't think I I didn't see anything they created. No. Not in my community. I live in View Heights. I'm like yeah. Never saw anything, you know. Never saw anything, right? Yes, right. you're absolutely right. It, they they should go to the community, the community leaders, the people who have relationships in the community who can diffuse that information so much faster than a PR firm. You know, even and, if and they trust it, they trust us. That's right. right. So right. We're, we're telling them to be safe, mm-hmm. but we're telling them to be safe not from a material purpose. We're telling them yeah. to be safe because we care about them, but we've already established the fact that we care about them. Yeah. And, yeah. and they have the trust of us. Right. And and then that leads us to a discussion about misinformation because aside from being in, you know, the nonprofit sector, the business sector, I have a master's degree in public health. Mm-hmm. So these these things really concern me that there's so much misinformation in both the Latino and the African American community. So much so that a lot of people that I know have said, I'm not getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. No way. You know, <laughs> even if they've already had COVID. Like I have yeah. a family member in Fontana, um, yeah. and she's like, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she had kids. So that's this trust factor is so critically important yeah. to have these in, um, deep conversations with people about and listen, right? Really listen. Why won't you? You know, right. what, what what is the deep-seated issue that yeah. makes you mistrust, you know, vaccines? And then you're going to get some really good answers because yeah. there are reasons for both communities to be yeah. uh, doubtful yeah. about that. There, right. are, there are a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons. Lot of- so they definitely need to talk to us because they're the one who set the stage in a bad way in the first place so mm-hmm. now so now because of that we don't really trust them and when mm-hmm. we don't trust them it makes it difficult because it's this continuous cycle going on where people are continuously getting infected because of misinformation uh, misrepresentation uh, they don't really care for us and our communities so it really makes that difficult and that cycle continues so i am hoping 
that with this new approach, this new administration, this new group, we'll be able to to see some more, um, uh, uh, I want to say, trustworthiness coming from mm -hmm. them. And mm -hmm. so more people can trust them and get more involved in the process. Because believe yeah. me, man, July of next year, I don't want to have to wear a mask and gloves and all of those things out mm -hmm. there. You know, mm -hmm. I want us to somewhat start interfacing with each other again. That's what I want. It's important that we start, we, we are able to uh, uh, reunite and integrate with one another. Um, so, so we have our work cut out for us, yeah. but we definitely have to be compensated for that. So I, yeah. I too hope there are more grants that are presented out there for us to be part of, you know, we are stakeholders in the community. Yeah. So utilize us to get to the people to make sure, because we all, you know, that, that they are understanding yeah. um, what needs to be done. And you're right, people, you know, they're, they're very mistrustful of, yeah. the, of the vaccine, but then yeah. you have to go, you know, I don't want to, I don't want you to die either. But if, yeah. but the more knowledge we have, yeah. the, the more comfortable you will be with it. Um, I host another program on Thursdays called the Community Business Briefing, and oh. and and it talks about funding that's coming on. I have to send you uh, when we go come when we we're dark for the holidays now, but mm -hmm. when we come back, I'd love to have you come on, Marta, there to speak as well because we're building out our calendar because we're talking uh, to individuals about you know funding. But one of the things we had someone that was a he's a pharmacist, um, and he was talking yesterday about he he set in on all of the. Um, conversations when they were uh, with the vaccine. So he was bringing the information to us um, from his conversations. And he was basically saying one of the issues right now is uh, the, with the black and brown community, we were not incorporated in the tri clinical trials, uh, some of it because of us. So they really truly is not a, they don't understand how it may work with us or may yeah. not work with us. And yeah. that's very important yeah. that we're part of clinical trials because mm -hmm. that's how they get their scientific basis. That's where they get that from. So yeah. it's a lot of work. And, and Gilbert and I both say this in the organizations that I work, I think for America to be a healthy country, it's going to require the black and the brown, all minorities coming together to speak the same language. And we yeah. all working collaboratively together yeah. because mm -hmm. our people are the most marginalized people in this country yeah. and it's going to take all of our voices to be yes. heard. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. And if, if they divide us, right, they win. Yeah. If right. We unite us, then we win. We win. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? and, yeah. and I think that um, that's a good point to kind of pivot back to the, this topic of coaching yeah. um, because all three of us are coaches, right? Yeah. Yeah. We call ourselves consultants, but all three of us are coaches. And yeah. I think this transition time for everyone, businesses, nonprofit leaders, parents, you know, leaders of any kind, it's so important to have somebody be a, a, a wise sounding board in mm -hmm. order for you to take the, right next step because there's a right. lot of different things that you could be doing but right. it's so important to focus on you yeah um, where you are where your energy is and also on the dreams yeah. that you have for the future because i heard some quote i'm not really sure where i heard it first you have to dream about the future but yeah. then you have to keep remembering that dream yeah yes. but you need to create that dream and remember it so that you can focus on it and 
create it, right? Yeah. And I think that's the magic that entrepreneurs have, right? Yeah. Whether it's a business entrepreneur or a nonprofit entrepreneur, right. they can dream and they can make those dreams happen by focusing on those dreams. But right. when our spirits are tired, like right now and exhausted, yeah. coaches mm -hmm. like the three of us are very much needed yeah. in order to continue and succeed because I, I suspect that a lot of people are beleaguered and exhausted and burnt out and just ready to get rid of 2020, but not really ready for 2021. Yeah. I, and um, I just want to put it out there. Um, right. We're here for you. Yes, for sure. Gil and I are here for you. So if you want to talk to me or either of them, I highly recommend it. I already gave my testimony how Gil helped me, right? <laughs> this was just giving me a ton of great ideas in this conversation. <laughs> We're going to have a, a conversation. <laughs> and um, in, I think we're going to do it in March or April, and I would love to have you part of it. Um, the uh, I have set up a task force so that we can get our voices heard. So we're pinpointing some issues, but and part of the community-based uh, briefings that I do, we're going to have a, a, a um, utility summit, mm -hmm. and we're going to bring all of the utility entities in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to help you. I will call you and, and have that conversation with you. We're going to have all of the, the, the Edisons, the, all the bodies, and we're going to have these real conversations about future. And so that will be a good opportunity for us to talk about training and apprenticeship program, training programs. Oh, yeah. Help. Yeah, so that'll be a, it's going to be a four hour, half a day. And Gilbert, of course, you're wow. there because it's constant yeah. procurement. But yeah. we want to start having those level of meetings. One of the things that we have found with um, the business briefing, people are showing up because we're, we're at the table or the people that we bring to the call is at the, they're at the table. Yeah. Now they're sharing that information to you, the uh -huh. person that can't get to the table Yeah, and, and they're coming out and they're listening in the four, since I, I launched it, it was launched in March. We've had about 475 people that have come through that platform wow. and, and every Thursday. And that then how the, how needy people are and they they're thirsty for the information now. So yeah. we want to make sure that we're all using that platform. Perfect. Yeah. And I want to introduce you to green improvements that, that solar installation firm that I talked about, that's all African American Yeah. Um, because I think they could probably give some insight onto how they've accomplished it. You know, yes. to my yes. knowledge of the only all African American solar installation company that exists from my research. So wow. it's pretty That'd be awesome. So I would love you to be part of that and 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 help us make and make sure that it's successful and that everyone, but I love the direction. And this is what we need to be doing right now, right? Yeah, exactly. How we're gonna help our people really uh pivot and and become very self-sufficient. Cause one of the things we found with COVID is you can't have one stream of revenue. Right. You have to think out of the box. You have sure. to be ready to pivot. So you have to have your capacity building. You have to have what Gilbert has with Small Biz Pro. You yeah. have to have all. And this is the prime time. We're still all in a learning mode right now. And That's so right. 
taking all this information. But then I think the three of us and anyone else that is doing the coaching like we do, we need to help them strategize because you're a strategist. So you, you know that it seems like we don't operate from strategy, that we operate from emotion and transaction. Yeah. Right. That's right. 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 So very true. And I've I've come to realize that being a strategist means having a vision. Yeah. And creating a roadmap for that vision. And and people can't have that vision without having hope. So that's a lot of what you you guys provide, right? Is that hope Mm -hmm. and and that inspiration so that people can envision that not just the outcome but how to get there, right? And right now we just gotta really be concerned about creating that inspiration for that vision of what they're gonna do with their businesses or Mm -hmm. their nonprofits um, and how they're going to create multiple streams of income, but by starting with that one vision, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Martha, if there's three things that you'd like our audience to take away from you today, Mm -hmm. what, what would those three things be? Uh-huh. Um, sometimes when we do workshops, when, yeah. when we do workshops, sometimes it's you know it's it's good to kind of recap, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I've always just listened to my intuition and my my values, right? Yeah. So my values are be a connector, right, for oh. community and and their engagement, so that like they. Can they can have the resources and they can have the voice, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. one common theme throughout my life because I've been so many different things. I'm like, what connects all of these experiences? But that's right. number one, right? Connecting yeah. people to each other and to resources and to their own voice, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when when you're in service of others, as both of you are, yeah. um, that creates its own level of happiness, right? Uh-huh. You create your own internal happiness by being in service of others. So I would say whether you're a nonprofit person or you're a business person, when you connect your service to serving others, your, your, whatever you do will flourish. And that's why social enterprise is such a buzzword right now, because Mm -hmm. everybody's trying to show like, I don't just have a computer business. I'm actually donating dollars to this community um, to build water systems in Africa, mm-hmm. or water systems in Guatemala, or to build, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody wants to show and demonstrate that they can do that. So, yeah. um, and, it, and it inspires more people, but I think it inspires people when you do it authentically. Yeah. If you're just doing it to be helpful, I mean, sorry, if you're just doing it to market, sorry about that. Yeah. My battery was not doing out. If yeah. you just do it to market, it shows, but you have to do it authentically. So follow your heart, follow your passion, integrate it with your values and follow your intuition. Um, and that will get you not just into 2021, but it, it'll set you up for success for the rest of your life. That okay. is fantastic. We That's so amazing. That. that is amazing. If anyone uh, want to reach out to you, uh, how would they do that? And we can put that in the chat. You can put it in the private chat, and then I'll bring it over to the. Okay, I'll put it in the chat. But my my website is Segura Strategies for Good. Segura Strategies for Good dot com. Right. It's the four letter four or. Oh yes, the 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 number four. Okay. I mean, the number four. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in there right now. Okay. 
strategies for good. And then I'm I'm also on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. But if, if they reach me in Segura Strategies for Good, I have my email in there. And then I could just relay them to whatever information it is that they need. Thank you for asking, Crystal. Yeah, yeah, because you are just, I mean. She's phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. And I feel the synergy because it seems like we we were cut from the same cloth. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I know a Kenyan spirit when I see one. <laughs> compliments <laughs> and, and i want to definitely do some things with you and and i think both awesome. of us we we truly want to help our people and we want to help our people grow and be the best that they can be yeah. and um there's not a lot of us out there That's but right. the ones that are out there uh are just so valuable to our community. So uh, mm -hmm. I, I, kudos to you for all your work and all of those components that you brought together to, to yeah. create who you are today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both. And I feel honored to be with both of you and even more honored that this is your last show of the season. And, <laughs> and, and you you were the one who took us out. So so and the, I, I will make sure you have a link. It's 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 broadcast live on Facebook and it's also mm -hmm. on YouTube. Um and there's been a lot of comments and stuff going on. I think right now on Facebook we got about 40 people that is reached, but awesome. I'm going to yeah. boost it out there after we're done and after I put all the bells and whistles to it. So I think uh, our, it, it will get a lot of more momentum because I think yeah. this is the message that people have to hear. But I want to, in the new year, uh, we, can, we can reach out to each other. In fact, let me just give you my contact information right now. Yeah. Sounds good. And we can, um, you know, uh, get together and, and talk about how we can help each other. And, yeah. uh, and I definitely want you to be part of the... Um, the mm -hmm. briefing, the business briefing. The bi business briefing, but mo most importantly, the summit that we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there if I could leave your audience with one question, I would ask them to to write down the one thing that they want to change for 2021, not as a New Year's resolution, but, but then if they call any one of us, we could help them create a map, like a roadmap to get there. Right. Right. I love that. To write it down. I and love start it. Thinking about it and just working it and working it. Right. So write, write, write down, down the one, the one thing. thing you would like to change for 2021. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. not a it's not a resolution. No, it's not a resolution. <laughs> it's it's something permanent. It's going to happen yeah. and it's going right. to stay that way. And we're going right. to and Gil, Crystal, or myself, or any person with tons of wisdom can help me, but I recommend Gil and Crystal. Yeah, I, 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 and Martha. I, I, I and do too. Martha. <laughs> and Martha. And, and I think it's really important that you said that this is not a re resolution. This is something that is going to be life changing for for all of us as as people of this country. And, and I will say, um, one of the things that we've recognized with this with the man in the white house right now is that we have to get back to caring about each other. Yeah. We have to get back to the basics of human, uh, um, human integrity, yeah. uh, human, uh, our moral compass. We have to change. Yes. Um, 
and 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 loving one another as humans. I um I had gone with some friends to Dana Point not long ago, and I woke up in the morning. We had had an interesting situation the, the day before um, uh, uh, that got me to thinking that when you think about when I think about us from a from a from a a, a spiritual a place, we're all the same person. We just have a different coat. Yeah. Right. Yes. Our outer okay. coat is different, but yeah. inside we got one of us. We are the same people. We bleed yes. like each other. We love like each other. We we grieve like each other. Yeah. We we we, we rejoice like, like each, each other. other. Yeah. Yeah. And and we care for the people in our family. And yeah. that's that's the general thread that I don't care what color your coat is on the outside. Yeah. That's what your inside is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way God intended it to be. Yeah. And we have to get back there. Right. That's right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, now, Martha, do you know, have you heard anything much about the COVID relief um, funding that they're fighting over in Congress right now? Do you know if they came to any resolution? Yeah, I, I think they, uh, Sanders announced yesterday that every, uh, Every adult is going to be getting $600 and every child is going to be getting $500. So they agreed on that. But he said, please just look at that. For a week? For huh? week? week? No, I think just for the rest of the year, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's and um, and he says it's it was the only thing that they could agree on. Yeah. Um, but once the Biden administration kicks in, yeah. they're going to go for something much much more sustainable, much more long-term, okay. much something that's going to truly help the economy and, and families recover. So yeah. he was, he was disappointed, but at the same time saying like, look, it's all we could get. It's what we could get. And I'm grateful for that. But yeah. we're, we're with this, we're going to continue to fight for something much bigger, much more necessary. And I remember Obama's American recovery act and yeah. we're not, that kicked in. Right. I think this is going to be about ten times bigger than that. Right. Right. And so, remember, remember, Biden was in charge of that, right? He was in charge of the American yeah. Recovery Act. Yes. Right? Yes. So, so, so he's familiar. He's familiar with that process. He knows that's how right. It works. Right. That's exactly right. Do you, think, do you think they're going to shut down the government tonight at midnight, or do you think this deal will allow them to? No, I know Jimmy Gomez was flying back there today, and Sanders is saying he's staying there. And oh. they're encouraging other senators and other Congress members to stay so yeah. that they can continue to make the, these critical decisions. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, but I will double check because I'm not sure if it's per week or for the rest of the year, but yeah. remember like that $1,200 fund that we got. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I read it was that 600 for just this one time, a stimulus that I guess the difference between a stimulus and ongoing relief is the 600 additional dollars that you got if you were on an un unemployment and that was coming on a regular basis. The mm -hmm. stimulus is the $1,200 that they gave you one time. Right. Not that that can do a whole lot for you, especially come uh, now. Did they, did they uh, hold up the monitor, the, um, the eviction moratoriums and things like that? Because that's supposed to all kick out and, Everything is supposed to, all the holes are supposed to come off on December 30th. I know in LA County, I got notices that um, the the water bills and the utility bills are, are being held up, 
right? So there's still a moratorium, still on moratorium. And, and utility bills. So I would think that uh, the rent would also still continue. The rent moratoriums, but I, okay. I have to double check on that. I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, okay. Let, let's hope so. Yeah. So Crystal, I see you got your another This is important. What we just talked about, we have to know. We only have to survive through another 32 days, but I think it's even shorter because on January 5th is the no, they've already done. So 32 days, we will have a new president. They're gonna have to drag the other one out. But <laughs> That's the military right. at that point will be under Biden's command <laughs> and, and they will use the military but 32 days 16 hours 44 minutes and 29 seconds and we're going to have some sort of relief and hopefully we stay safe on the holidays we mask up we wash our hands we keep our distance and we uh only Stay with a family that you see on a regular day, a, a regular day every day, um, and and then after that we can go back and we can travel and we can love one another. But right now we have to be safe. So, <laughs> right. so Thirty-two days to pepper spray and tasing, right? <laughs> right. Well. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. We so appreciate you hey, being on the show. Gilbert has been a great, great Martha, show. Martha, you wanna you wanna hold after we do our our outro and and do a little testimonial for us on the business sure. zone. All right. So Crystal All is gonna righty. take us out. Crystal, remind them to subscribe and hit the bell in in YouTube and Facebook. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All righty. So you guys have been tuned into the business zone with Crystal and. Gilbert Buchanan, your small business medic. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to wish everyone, all our listeners that have been following us and, and, and coming to us every week, a happy, happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. We want you to be safe. So please, please take this 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 virus serious. We want to see you in 2021 and we don't want you to be ill when we do see you. So please do that. Make sure you're back with us in January, first Friday in January. I don't know what that is. I think it's, I think it's, a, I think it's a fifth. And the we fifth. also, we also want to thank our very, 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 very special guest, Miss Marta Segura. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being on our show. And we want to thank all our other guests that have been on for the full for the full year of 2020 mm -hmm. that supported us. Um, so we are going to be out and you can catch us in our you can go to our website. And you can go to our YouTube channel and our Facebook channel to see the archives of the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Ding, ding. And mm -hmm. so that when we come back in January, you'll get notifications that we're here. Tell we're going to take. Tell them the website. What's the website? And the website is uh, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And our Facebook page, our YouTube page, our Twitter page, our Instagram page is the exact same name, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And we will see you guys in 2021. Gilbert and I are going to get some much needed rest. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been rough this, the last couple of months. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, 
We're going to come back stronger, more enthusiastic, more motivating than you can possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys be safe. Have a happy holiday. And we will see you. But you guys can see me on social media. I'm there all day. And, and so y'all can say oh, hello. Oh, Crystal, I remember I have one announcement before we What's go. That? So on Monday, Monday morning at 11 o'clock, I will be teaching uh, bank loan readiness class for the Urban League hosted by J.P. Morgan Chase. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one of those programs where they're, um, they're advancing Black entrepreneurs, and it's called the Power of Capital. So mm -hmm. I'll be teaching last, I taught the part one was last Monday, and part two is this Monday, Monday the 21st at 11 o'clock. We had about 28, 30 people on the in, in the workshop last Friday, last Monday. So okay. we're hoping to have more. And if there's any of you out there who want to join this workshop, make sure you e you you email me. My email is here in the chat, Gilbert at the Buchanan Group.net, so I can register you guys and get you guys in the program. So I wanted to leave them with that. All righty. So we'll see you guys. Bye bye. Uh, <laughs> As a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program, and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program, and control I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur